0: Welcome to Spiritual Insights, everyone. I'm Charlotte Spicer. Thank you so much for tuning in from the United States and around the world. In addition to being the executive producer of these broadcasts, I am an energetic healer and channel for Jesus. I specialize in removing negative emotions and trauma from the inner child, subconscious mind, and other areas of the human energy field to relieve you of suffering and elevate your life experience. Today, we continue our masterclass educational series, Guidance from Spirit, Channeled Messages from Beyond the Veil, featuring Divine Mother, a supreme being of the divine feminine consciousness. Divine Mother appears on the show monthly to bring messages of unconditional love, wisdom, and healing through my special guest co host, Connie Viveros. Connie is a gifted healer and spiritual teacher who has served as full body channel for Divine Mother since 2011. She offers coaching, mentoring, and online courses to the spiritual community, as well as beginners, intermediate, and advanced channeling certification. Visit angelsemerging.com if you would like to learn more, attend online events with Divine Mother and Archangel Metatron, or become a certified channel yourself. Visit spiritualinsightsradio.com to join the Spiritual Insights community, review the archives of all the transmissions, and learn more about my energetic healing work with the Divine. I would be honored to help you. Well, it's a new year and I'm excited to get started. So join me in welcoming Connie back to the show. How are you, Connie?
1: Hi, Shar. Happy New Year. Happy Now Year. And thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: You're very welcome. And you said the magic words. It's a now year. And uh, we're transitioning from 2021 to 2022. And there's a lot of energy present that we need to be aware of. So let's just jump right in to uh, what, what you're feeling is... Uh, where the focus is, where it should be
1: great I um yeah, I mean I in my own spiritual practice, in my own spiritual relation with uh, guides that are always around me, especially the divine feminine, divine mother in particular, um you know she's presence presencing me to becoming having me become present to this idea that it's not really a new year. We, we like to say new year um, as a, um, you know, a, a way of, of just generally greeting each other, but she's really saying the contrast between 2021 and 2022 is noticeable. And mm-hmm. as we've moved into this threshold, it's like we, we really have moved across a threshold of energy. Yes, And it started winter solstice and kind of moved us all the way through the one, 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 two, two gateway, which was just a few days ago. And her point is, um, be present, show up, you know, really, uh, be in the present moment and know that 2021 is in fact laid to rest and many, many people are still ruminating and still carrying, um, much of the burdens, the worries, the conflicts, the um, the outward expression of what twenty twenty one brought. We were talking before the show. Obviously, you know, we're in a state of trauma. Humanity is with this we are. global pandemic that has lasted for so long, and just as people felt they could relax. You know, here we all feel now, oh, gosh, we're squeezed again. Yes. We're bumped up against this idea of being told what to do and not to do again. And that's a very, very challenging position for people. I'm, fe- I'm feeling that energetically when I go out into the world. So Mother and Divine Mother's counsel to me for the new year, particularly January, if we were to focus, you know, just take our microscope and focus on January. January is still a month of introspection. Mm-hmm. January is not the flow month. It's still we're in the ebb. And to take precaution to continue to allow yourself to have that time of, you know, bringing things together.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What is the plan, your know, planning time? You know, my daughter's getting married in May and it's going to be a big wedding and there's a lot of planning to it. And so the big event is obviously going to be wonderful, but consider all the planning. And so that same analogy applies to 2022. Take some time to plan, vision, create what it is you want to birth into. What do you want to not do the same? Mm-hmm. What do you want to be different? Yes. And then how will you show up differently in that context?
0: That perfectly describes uh, the energy space, I'm, in. I'm cool. You know, I'm in, in an interesting position. I think um, I I feel that my experience with the pandemic was quite different from a lot of people. I witnessed a lot of great suffering and trauma. And my experience with it was more uh, limited to the medical side of things where it limited your movements and access. Uh, But they figured that out pretty quickly and things kind of picked up speed and moved on as they should with extra precautions. Everybody had to modify their behavior. But right now, I feel like I'm still Recuperating. It was, I was still in the mix with everyone else. So right now I'm still recuperating. I'm still healing. I am shoring up my energy. I am allowing myself to rest when I need to rest. And I need a lot of it. Yeah. And at the same time, I think I can speak for everybody. When I say I am changed by all of this, I am, I am sincerely changed and so I can't go about things like, you know, business as usual. It has to reflect those changes right. that in, increase in awareness, the, the heightening of potential, uh, like the awareness of my own potential, and then rising to meet that. And then uh, what can I do without what no longer serves? Those things. It it might sound like a big statement, but it could be something as simple as I need. I need my workflow to be a little more efficient. So that's what I'm working on right now. I want the efficiency. I want ease. I want uh, results. I want to be able to produce and be creative, and then move on to the next thing without laboring to pull it all together. That's where I am now. And so, everything you're saying really fits perfectly. And you were also saying how people are still very caught up in the external and worried about the future. And I think that's a big part of this because I'm working to not worry about the future. I am literally making myself go day by day, right. moment by moment.
1: And a couple things that just in your explanation of that uh, were key to 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 hone in on and focus on. Two things. One came to mind as you were speaking is the, the energies of 2021 that we're leaving behind as I've been shown, and it's been understood by myself through spiritual guidance is where it's, erratic and chaotic, and it was intended to upset and, and sort of knock the apple cart up. Mm-hmm. 2022 really is the opposite. We, we, and, and we also, and so the one point I want to make is the 2021 energy shower are not sustainable. Okay. We, we will, we will, you can already see it in the output, outward, external is people are, uh, people are just in, in a state of, um, I've had enough. I'm saturated. I can't take more kind of yes. feeling. Like, how much more can we take? Where does that energy go? And my point of it not being sustainable is it, we can't hold it any longer. So we have two choices. 2022 will continue to be an outpicturing of that erratic chaotic energy, because we've internalized it so much, or we take it in, we calling in, uh, you know, the guidance to to ground it out, to work with it, to uh, manage ourselves in a way of exactly what you said. What needs to be let go of? What do I need to hang on to? What needs to change? And then the second idea that I'm going to bring mother in in just a moment that you really honed in on was you're talking specifically to the in-between energies. We talked about 3D to the 5D. Yes. That intermediary 4D, if you want to call it that, because it is an evolutionary process. Mm -hmm. 5D is grace, ease, and flow, joy, and love, and abundance. That mm-hmm. is the 5D consciousness. The 4D is the in-between. How are you going to get there? You're not going to be able to get back to 3D living in 5D. But what are you willing to let go of so that 2022 uh, really does become an evolutionary uh, landing place for complete 5D consciousness, 5D living, living yes. in that consciousness.
0: Yes, and Never. as it was explained by Divine Mother, 4D is not a straight transition. It is back and forth. It's, it's push and pull, tug of war, because we're vacillating between two different energies. But as we move forward, um, I have to point out that we're still, even though it is January, uh, we normally don't date the show, but it is January of 2022. It feels like we've stepped into a new year, but we still are processing the energy of 2021.
1: Precisely. So, we're, so
0: we are in that 4D and kind of looking back with a sense of relief that it's over, but looking forward, perhaps with a lot of excitement, but some people could have a lot of fear. But I, I am in preparation mode right. is how I feel. Definite and, preparation mode.
1: And we're going to argue or, or comment or suggest or counsel everyone to check out, check what's in your backpack, what you're bringing forward, what you're carrying into the new year. Because much of what's still in our backpacks, if we, you know, think of that analogy that, you know, we spend a lot of our lives putting stuff in the backpack. And then, you know, we spend the second half of our lives trying to retrieve everything out of the backpack. You know, that's kind of the shadow yeah. work that we all live and breathe. It's just like, just dump the backpack.
0: Dump it, take an assessment, do an inventory.
1: And buy a new and, one. <laughs> and realize
0: what, what is now no longer valuable, what's still uh, is deemed valuable because we do collect things along the way. Right. Things that we perceive as valuable to us and our identity. So take a look at everything. It's, we're not done. We're not going to be done. This is a continual process. We're just here. You know, we're just here right now. And, um,
1: but I'm going I, to assert that, that 2022 really is a year where your soul's journey, your ancestral uh, lineage of origin really is a time that will come in and begin to assist you more. Tools, talents, and skills are not the wounded self of the ego. They're the um, supreme sovereign self of the spirit. That's what you want to retrieve and keep.
0: Well, that sounds promising. It's like a little, you know, silver lining, I will say. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at silver linings and uh, a light in the distance. I have that North Star in front of me. I don't feel that for me, I'm completely out of, you know, my challenge. It's not like it was, but it's still there. And I'm just still very calmly walking through it. Good. And seeing Perfect. what develops.
1: Right. And that's a much better approach uh, to have because what you'll begin to attract are the solutions to those problems in a 5D consciousness as opposed to the struggle. That makes sense?
0: That makes uh, beautiful sense and something I can
1: All right. hold
0: then- like a little crystal in my pocket.
1: <laughs> there you go. I always have it with me. Okay. I'm Looks going like- to go ahead.
0: Looks like Divine Mother's pushing through.
1: Yes, I feel her just saying, Let me take over. Come on, come on. Okay. Let's just let's get to the business at hand. And she's yeah. talking about the reclamation of everybody's spiritual heritage, spiritual ancestry, and to be mindful that this really is a year of um, going deep within your soul's journey. So like uh, give, give me just All a right. moment. Give me just a clear the decks. <laughs> and
0: I'll see you when you come back on.
1: All right. Hello, beloveds. Hello, Yay. Divine Mother. Good day. It is a, a joy to see you as always.
0: Thank you so much. And thank you for being here to share your wisdom with all of us. Indeed. So what would you like to say about everything we were just discussing?
1: Well, I think what's most important for your listeners to understand is that uh, 2022 really has not begun yet. Mm-hmm. You know, as the concept and construct of a new year, um, really your new year is going to be again in the spring. You have these um, um, Gregorian calendar dates that you put upon your life and say, this is a demarcation. This is a date that, you know, we celebrate this, or this is a date where this such and such will happen. And, and truth be told that it is, it is an ebb and flow. And for this year in particular, with the energies, beloved, it is important to understand that, you know, it wasn't a certain date that you crossed into one thing and entered into another. Mm -hmm. 2022 is really still gestating. January is still that, that inward journey. January of your new year, if we call it that, is a time for retreat, renewal, retrieval, to understand that you know your wintering is still occurring your own personal winterings Mm -hmm. and with that so much of what is occurring is the need to compost everything that has gone on in the last two years of your lives
0: Mm -hmm.
1: there has not been any you know um, way that you have composted what's occurred there is enormous struggle and trauma and worry and debate over what is happening and just as everyone let's say around september or october of last year was beginning to feel more light around their lives again their hopeful mm-hmm. hopefulness returned. right yes um it was somewhat squashed over the holidays
0: hmm? it picked right back up again in november
1: it was, it was like everyone ran head-on, beloved, into a brick wall <laughs> yes. with their energies. There was this hopefulness, and everyone rose up, and they were running forward to, for something to happen that was largely, um, you know, reunion with their families and anything that you want to, to claim. And, and they got stopped dead in their tracks. So this energy took everyone quite by surprise.
0: Yes. And I love how you use the word compost as a verb and um, liken it to processing all that's happened. And as for me hitting that brick wall, I might look on the outside a little less worse for wear, but on the inside, I'm definitely feeling that I hit that brick wall. Right,
1: right. I think most people have. And I think before you all you know, head on off into 2022, there needs to be a period a period of um, rest and rejuvenation and replenishment. For in hitting that brick wall, beloved, uh, so many people were completely depleted, flattened in their life forms. Everything, yeah. everything that they had planned and hoped for was you know, just again, just flattened out in a way that it has to be rebuilt again and in a way that has to take much of the learnings and the lessons from what occurred these last two years into reflection. So many people thought, and I hear and see and feel the thought forms out there, we're just going to go back to the way things were. Oh, goody, goody, I get to have my life back. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. What has changed? How have you changed? What are you willing to do to impart change not only in your personal life but in the collective what is your willingness to be more of a contributing member to your communities and your societies what are you willing to do and change and shift in your life to take forward into 2022 to make the world better And I know that sounds like a very abstract concept to say, make the world better, but in honesty, beloved, it all begins and ends with your individualism and your actions as an individual. I see. How you treat people, how you show up for your family members. Are you a contributor or are you a taker? Mm. This will no longer be... um, This will no longer be a sustainable measure of the way um, you humans lead your life. You cannot lead a life of constant consumption. Media and social media and the foods that you eat and the water that you drink. There must be more of a shared communal understanding of your humanity. Where can I be of help more? Where can I give more of myself and my life's energies to uplifting and raising the consciousness of the planet? This is the soul journey, beloved. This is the soul's mission. So it is important to remember 2022 is a transition year. Not quite there yet, but on the way. Remember, 2025 is just around the corner, which is a quarter of your century, which is another demarcation of your humanity. as you, you demarcate in, in, in increments of centuries. Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh.
1: What is the 21st century going to be a demarcation of for you, of these 100 years? That is a question all of you to contemplate and then be a participant in creating the world, the new world, in the form in which you desire. This is making sense, beloved.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. Is there Mm -hmm. any goal to that that would be too lofty?
1: Um, I'm not sure. certain I understand. Any goal of the collective or the individual?
0: the individual in terms of how they want to contribute to what the 21st century means to them is it really just aim for the stars and put the energy out there because as was said manifestation will be so much easier now in the new age
1: well i believe that Hmm. it's an interesting question yes How will it manifest itself in each of your individual's lives? And then how will that be an impact on the collective? Mm -hmm. What is occurring for many of you is a reconnection with um, this self with identifying yourselves as a soul, as opposed to an ego and the soul's journey and mission and the goals of the soul are very, very unique and different than those that would be of an ego. Mm-hmm. So if that is the first checkpoint for your life form, is this a soul goal or is this an ego goal? I do, see. I, do I want to have a million dollars so that I can you know, fly around the world in fancy cars and beautiful airplanes and stay in fancy hotels? Mm-hmm. Or do I want to make uh, millions and millions of dollars to help humanity? to solve some of the greatest crises that exist within your humanity. Now, it's all right to do that as you fly around the country in fancy cars and airplanes and fancy hotels, but what is the contribution that you're making as a part of that? So the measure of the goals that you seek need to be possibly rearranged. hmm?
0: Yes. With respect to the plans that were flattened out, many were, is it wise to try to salvage some of those plans or simply reevaluate them and bring them up to with you to that new vibrational frequency and just kind of take a new direction?
1: And you're speaking of people's plans for the 2020 era?
0: Yes, for this year, for their lives. People were thinking, okay, that's behind us. They feel that some kind of shackles have been removed. And in some respects, that's true. But we're still moving forward from a new energy, not the old energy. Should we try to salvage any of those plans that we had?
1: I am not certain what uh, you mean by salvaging those plans that we had for 2021. You mean the plans you wanted to salvage... As you entered into the new year, we're, we're really speaking of leaving that behind, beloved.
0: Exactly. That's what I'm getting at. So there were plans that some of us may have had uh, to uh, contribute um, to humanity, to the community. And it may seem that those gears need to shift. And so we should, should we just start over with the energy of 2022? Or can we reconfigure some ideas that we may have had?
1: Well, that is an individual experience and, and energy form. For each of you, you have different ideas of what your soul's journey will be. But what we are suggesting is that the move toward being in alignment with your soul's journey as opposed to your ego's journey and the checkpoint and the measure of that would be to check in with yourself and say, is this a soul goal or is this an ego's aspiration? Yes. And that would be the first resonant question to ask yourself. Okay. So if you, want, if you want to make a list of things that you are striving for, then check in with each one. Many people have different ways in which they... Um, you know, create accountability for themselves. And you can say, what is it I know and trust? Does this resonate with my heart? Is this something that I know is for me to do? Or is this something I can let go of? Is my desire to make a million dollars or to have a new car or a new home? Is that in alignment with my soul's passion and goal? hmm And then once it is, perhaps a new home or a new car is necessary for you to go about your soul's mission. Yes, and be a part of it. And to be in alignment with that, beloved. To be in alignment with that is a key essential ingredient to participating in your life so that you can move through the cosmos and move through the layers of consciousness to get to 5D where you're driving in that car and living in that home and flying around in that fancy airplane with joy and gladness and happiness hmm. and no shame or guilt or remorse. For many people have that and yet they arrive there or achieve that not by being on your soul's passion and mission, You've done it by egoic means. And so when you arrive there, you want to ensure that your experience of that is is felt in the heart space. It is an experience of living your life that you know is compatible with your alignment of your greater mission of soul. Because beloved, you can't take any of that with you when you depart this plane.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: None of that goes with you. So does it bring you that soul satisfaction and fulfillment to have that? For when you are in the etheric, when you are, you know, go from the non-physical to the non-physical once again, none of that will serve you. So stay in tune with and alignment with what it is that feeds and serves your soul. Twenty twenty two is all about your soul's mission, your soul's passion. Find what that is. Get help. To know and understand what that is. Do tune-ups. Be in attunement and alignment with what it is your soul is calling forth in you. And for many of you, it is time. It is time for you to step out. To assist humanity. To do your work. To do your body of psychic work or spiritual work or etheric work. Mm Healing. Healing. Healing, healing, healing is so needed in all corners, in every aspect of your existence, from your health care, to your food, to your uh, consumption of media.
0: Yes, there's a lot to be addressed.
1: There's a lot to be addressed. So do not be afraid. And beloved, remember the uniqueness of your soul's imprint upon this planet. It is also called your unique brilliance. Each and every one of you will do it differently. Do not think you have to do it the same as that person over there or the same as the way that you and I choose to do it.
0: hmm And you call that your unique brilliance?
1: Your unique brilliance. Find what your unique brilliance is. Your unique brilliance is as unique as you are, as the color of your eyes and the the imprint of your finger or your toe. Mm. You know how each of you has a unique fingerprint? Yes. Your soul is the very same. It has a unique imprint, an energy field that you are here to accomplish. It might be to be the best mother, the best caretaker of those little babies that you grow to adults, that you can be. Mm Mm-hmm. And then when that purpose is no longer needed or necessary, then you shift and you move and you recreate something new. My soul's passion is not complete. What now for me? Perhaps becoming a writer or an artist or a painter to bring consciousness and um, transmissions to the world, yes? Many people are finding light language right now as a means to express themselves. They are bridging the gap between the cosmos and the multi-dimensions through the um, artistic expression of light language, my own self included. We have been utilizing this framework as a a means for expression. And what's coming forth is magnificent. These are transmissions bridging the communication between the cosmos.
0: Yes, I'm noticing
1: that. Yes. What if you imagine that there's life form out there that wants to communicate with you? This is what is streaming down upon your planet in, um, in great, great numbers. Very exciting.
0: Yes. And what I'm also noticing is a proliferation of channels on the planet. It seems like nowadays everybody's doing it.
1: And this means, beloved, that they are reconnecting with their soul origins. Their soul monads, their soul families. People are finding reconnection to their starry origins. Whether you are part of the Christ lineage, or whether you are part of the galactic or the cosmos it matters not.- mm-hmm. Your origins are an important factor in your soul's mission and your soul's purpose. I see. And so to get in alignment with your soul's purpose, is part of what 2022 is the bridge to. Do not fear that you have to have it all figured out in January. Hmm. There is no rush. You have eternity, beloved. (laughs) It is an eternal cause. You've been here many lives before doing this. You will return there again. The trick is, and the, the real work to be done is to become conscious of it, is to raise your field and your level of consciousness around who and what it is you are here to be. That figuring out part, there are many tools. This has been the um, the work of so many have laid the foundation to help us all learn why we're here. And now many, many, many are waking up to this. 2022 is also going to be a, a massive Uh, evolution of awakening more people will be awakening this year than ever before in your planet's history very exciting and how will you be a part of that awakening you already are if you're listening here yes Mm -hmm. but now is the time to get about your soul's work some would say in the biblical form it is now time to get about God's work I am about my father's work well, I am about my mother and my father's work. Yes,
0: mm-hmm. yes, of course.
1: Right, because divine, the divine uh, equanimity, the divine feminine, divine masculine is finally coming into accord, accordance with its balance. You, as the sovereign Christed being that you are, people are beginning to understand that without hubris. People are mm-hmm. beginning; they're beginning to understand that without. The need to say, Oh, who am I? A little me to you know claim myself as Christ, Christ being. Who are you not to be? Who are you not to claim yourself as such? And people are finally beginning to wear that mantle and put on that coat of Christ consciousness and say, Yes, I am willing to stand in the face of humanity and be ridiculed or whatever you choose to throw at me and still stand my ground and say, Yes, this is who I am, much like Christ did in those days.
0: I'm noticing an increase in conviction when it comes to that, where people are saying that they are not only willing, but able to accept the God self within the Christ light within, without as much fear of. ridicule Or criticism. Absolutely. Uh, I feel it within myself.
1: Right. This is acceptance. This is acceptance of your, of your eternal birthright. This is acceptance of that which who you always are, who you always will be, who you are returning. We are ripping off, beloved, the veils of, of, of unconscious behaviors and, and, and knowledge and saying, no, 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 I'm returning to the light. That is who I am first and foremost. And from that place of being, what will I create in the world? What job will I create? What uh, mechanisms will I have to bring forth that in the world?
0: Okay.
1: It is no longer as essential or needed or necessary to live your life in the, 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 the confines of the, of the constructed ego societal ways in which you have built it. It is time for the illuminated spirit to be free. This is a time of free spirit. Finding your soul's mission and your soul's passion. I, I love the question. sound of that.
0: I love the sound of that. I'm sorry, what?
1: I heard a question there before it was asked. <laughs>
0: yes, you heard my, as it precedes a question. Um, what, I'm, what I'm feeling and picking up on with the listeners is um, an attachment to the external. What does that look like? So I'll go with that energy to pose this question. Uh, Connie had mentioned that 2022 will pretty much be the direct opposite of 2021. But can it possibly look that way? Like night and day, a very stark difference? Or is it a much more gentle graduated transition where it might be a little too subtle for people to notice? Will everyone really be able to notice and sit up and take note of what's happening? What does that look like? What does it feel like?
1: Well, not everyone, not everyone will awaken at the same time and place as, so stick with those that are, this is about, this is about finding those that are um, like-minded, that vibe with your vibration. This is about finding those that will continue to move the trajectory forward. Uh There will still be the forces beloved that will Be anchored in 3D. These are baby souls, in a sense, and there is a tendency that they will continue to stay mired in, Mm -hmm. and that energy will still be one where you can go say, "Oh, I'm going to go look over there," and you'll be pulled back into it. But we are just here to remind you to stay attuned to, and in tune with your own vibration, your own vibrational ability to rise up, turn to those. Um, that you trust those the information that you know is true in your heart
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and tune into that vibration tune into yourself through meditation through nature through all those uh, constructs that we've spoken in abundance about before
0: of of course
1: everyone's toolbox beloved is abundantly full do not push your toolbox into the back of the closet and pretend it is not there you know how you can put it up away you say oh i forgot That I have all these wonderful tools and you bring that box down, you say, oh, my goodness, look, I have a treasure trove of all of these ways in which I can remember my own path to reclaiming my highest vibrational form.
0: Absolutely. Let it be the first thing you look into in the morning. Start your day. Start your day with that toolbox.
1: And as you know, this takes great discipline people to do that just like any practice or exercise to 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 take upon uh yourself the commitment to be able to engage in this every single day it is your spiritual hygiene it is your spiritual practice you take showers you brush our teeth we wash our hair we wash our food we wash our our cars we wash every part of our lives we have to wash our consciousness as well
0: I love the way you say that. Mm-hmm. So if be it ever mind- Go be ahead. Ever,
1: be ever mindful that it is always you first. Look to yourself first and be in tune, be self-aware to have the consciousness of self that is so fine-tuned that you can know when your vibration has slipped and you can say, oh my gosh, I got to get out of here. Or, oh my gosh, I got to go hang out there more. This is going to be the measure of the way in which you you live and um, create your new year that is upon you. It is by your design, your internal design. Not by anything external. It is by your internal design.
0: And it sets you on a path to fulfillment. And if that's truly what everybody wants, then these are the things they'll be willing to incorporate or augment in their lives if you're already doing it. Terrific. If you're not, join us.
1: Soul fulfillment, beloved, not ego fulfillment. For ego fulfillment will leave you short-sighted and short-handed.
0: It Important means. distinction.
1: Yes. Important distinction is will leave you feeling, uh, you know, unfulfilled eventually soul fulfillment is that which lights the fire in you without you even knowing it and for Uh some for many of the listeners here they don't even know what that is yet that's all right just follow the breadcrumbs follow what lights you up your soul what turns you on what makes you go deeper what connects you to spirit and to source what allows you to hear the tiny whispers, the nudges, the synchronicities. What is showing up in your life that is turning on your soul fire? Hmm?
0: Absolutely. And I want to say that when it comes to ego fulfillment, I think many of us have been around that block enough times to realize that that type of fulfillment leaves you wanting. Many aspects of it can leave you feeling empty. And striving for more constantly, always trying to reach a goal, an elusive goal. And that's that's the, the way the ego works. But when it comes to soul fulfillment, that is where you reach peace and serenity and possibly bliss for a few of us. But I, I wanted to put that out there as the major difference between the goals of each.
1: Your Emptiness soul, of fulfillment. Your soul fulfillment will bring you transcendence. Mm. It will bring you a sense of purpose of this life that you have incarnated to fulfill. Ego purpose, unless it is in contribution and in giving back to your humanity to make your world a better world, will mm-hmm. fall short every time. And you can test this out. You can actually go out into your world and uh, you know, take a, a test. Go and ask people, what is the most fulfilling people you deem successful, let's say? I see. Mm-hmm. Let's say you, you have a list, write down 10 people, the most successful people that you have in your own imagination. Make that list. And then if you know them, make a few of them personal and do an inquiry. Okay. Or call them up or send them a, an email or, or, or ask them a question by a text message, which is what everybody loves to do now.
0: Yeah, they do
1: and say, you know, when you wrote that book and you finished it, you became a bestseller on the New York Times bestseller list, did it bring you fulfillment? When you made a million dollars or $10 million or whatever it is, did that bring you fulfillment? Did that finally usher in that feeling of you, that you've done it, you've served your purpose? This is a personal quest. No one has to really do this, but it is... Interesting, if you'll note that um, most people that achieve their ego goals and ego milestones are not completely fulfilled. There's not Mm. a sense of deep peace as you speak of. Right. So it is up to each person here to find that within them to say, why am I here? What did my soul bring me here to do? And you can know this and have this opportunity by getting in touch with that, which is your essence. Your essence. The part of you that is part of the larger collective, the consciousness that is birthing upon your earth at this very moment. Remember, I told you the analogy that I shared with my woman. She was having the same inquiry over the new year. And what Mm -hmm. I allowed her to see in her mind's eye, in her heart's eye, beloved, was the picture and the image of the baby. If each of you just are to imagine a little baby in your arms right now, and that baby is one month old, just look upon that baby and know that that baby does not have any consciousness that it is growing. And yet the baby is sure as we're sitting here having this conversation is indeed growing, yes? Yes, it is. So allow the baby to grow without putting too much uh, mindfulness or too much a uh, concern that you're not growing. I assure you, you're, each and every one of you, you are growing into the beautiful soul's essence that you are meant to be. Just like the baby, you are growing without conscious knowledge of that growth.
0: And we can take baby steps into that new awareness. We can, we can wake up and stay awake for longer periods of time.
1: And this comes in the form of self acknowledgement, beloved. How often do you take stock and an in, in inventory of being able to look at yourself in the mirror and say, Oh my, I am so proud of how far you've come this last year? Thank you. Hmm. There has been a lot of growth. There has been so much growth in these two years that you have all been in lockdown, essentially. Think of all the beloveds in Australia that have been physically locked down. This is a very small country, but it is a microcosm of the macrocosm of the fear that is being perpetrated. Many people in the United States are rebelling against this same fear. They are not willing to do that. And yet there has been much growth, much spiritual growth, as a result of it.
0: Yes, I have friends in Australia, so I'm aware of how intense it has been. It, and the rules have been very, very strict. But they, they seem to have leadership that really has a, a wonderful end goal in sight. They, they know where they want to go and they know how to get there. And, and like any parent, they have to make tough decisions and they have to put up with the protests of their citizens as we look at them as children. But they but they reach their goals and it's something I admire about the way they run things over there.
1: Very disciplined, yes.
0: Very disciplined and very um, mature. There's a maturity to it that I appreciate. When it comes to our own government in the United States, you had mentioned that Um, There are many who are uh, doing everything they can to hold on to power. Mm. And we all know from our conversations with you that they won't be able to do this. So can we expect, as I've been anticipating, seeing a lot more examples of people uh, struggling to retain power, uh, keep Keep the veil over the eyes of the masses so that we don't see what's happening behind the curtain, so to speak, a little Wizard of Oz reference there, uh, because it seems to me that a lot of that will come to light, and um, things can get a little bumpy as this unfolds. Is that something we can look forward to in the landscape of 2022?
1: Well, you are already, yes, seeing it occur, the the crumbling of your... Um systems, your, your infrastructures, um, the fighting will, will, will not subside too much, beloved.
0: Mm-hmm. There will
1: still be a great um, tug of war that will occur. But again, that is an external force. And I urge all of you listening to not stay focused so much on that outpicturing. And instead go inward and how can you change and fix the consciousness that surrounds that how can you alter the course of your own country's trajectory political or or spiritual or scientific or whatever through your own inner wellness the well within can bring a lot of um, energy and forces to play where you know you can you can be a contributor to the dismantling of the power base. And the power base that is so male-dominated, you say Mm. Australia you admire because Australia has large part, percentage-wise, a great much more femininity in their uh, political infrastructure than does the United States or many other nations upon your, your planet.
0: I see, okay.
1: And so with that, we need the influx and the influence of this divine feminine, if not the people themselves, the principles by which they stand for harmony and justice and compassion and love and care and nurturing. Yes. So this is what is the the fight right now that is occurring within your power bases is the fight to take care of all humanity as opposed to just some.
0: I see, okay.
1: And you can contribute to that idea through, through grassroots efforts. Yes,
0: by getting out into the communities, you're saying,
1: getting out in the communities, becoming active and seeing firsthand how it works and how it can actually work for the goodness of all. What everybody is so uh, so microscopically focused upon is just the very, very top. There is a lot of work being done in the bases, in the basements of communities and communities. Um, you know, organizations around the country and the world in particular that okay. are doing great works. And, and instead, we, we tend to think things will come from top down. And there is much that's coming from up, from mother, that's growing and birthing out of your Pachamaya and your, your Gaia.
0: And what was that first name? Did you say Pachamaya?
1: Pachamama. 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 And another, what is that? That is just another. Um, uh, another definition and a, a name form for Gaia, for Mother, yes. Earth, okay. Mama. It is comes from the Amazon, and your Amazon region is, you know, desperately in need of attention. And and there are a lot of people that never get the focus and never get attention publicly that are doing great works within your Amazon regions to preserve and um, uh, continue to preserve the Amazon, which is the lungs of your planet, beloved. Oh, okay. If you, if you look at you know, your earth form is a, is a great body. It, it has all its body parts, its hearts, its lungs, its liver, its disposal systems. And the Amazon beloved is it. the great lungs of your earth.
0: What is the United States then?
1: Hmm. It is the breath right now. It is the breath. The air that goes into the lungs. It is the one that for lack of more clear definition of Mm -hmm. the United States, it is the, um, mm, I'm not at liberty to say in this moment because it's going to come across very derogatory and I don't mean to diminish or, you know, criticize the United States' existence.
0: I understand.
1: It is is not a healthy nor positive uh, look right now for the United States. Okay. There's been a great, a great overconsumption.
0: That's what I was going to say. You're speaking of consumption.
1: And the overtaking of just not only goods and things, beloved, but also lands and people and just the subjugation of, of much of what they, how they've acquired and become the United States.
0: Yes, it's it's quite in the front of my mind that this is something that needs to be addressed.
1: Right. Okay. And we've spoken of this before, and I was just held by the spirit to say that you know, do not do not publicize, you know, derogatory remarks right now of a country that is doing its very best to, you know, fix the ales. They're becoming aware what is becoming illuminated in awareness of all the perpetration of the United States. It's not as, you know, grandiose and wonderful as everyone has been led to believe for centuries.
0: Absolutely. I would like to check in on a couple of things. Uh, mm-hmm. we've spoken often over the last couple of years that we're going through a birthing process. Where are we in that process? Well, Can you tell us here. that?
1: The baby is out, beloved.
0: The baby is here. Okay.
1: <laughs> the baby is here. Yes. Hold the baby in your hands. Again, how would you treat an infant to how you would treat something that is, you know, a toddler for instance, but the baby is here, it needs nurturing it needs feeding it needs to be loved and held just in in a tenderness there it well, is, that there is, is infancy of your life right now
0: well that is really good news it is reason to celebrate and also a reason to make that shift into a new type of care you are now dealing with a, a totally different energy and we need to adjust uh, adjust adapt Uh, moving in those directions, correct?
1: Right. And if your world is thought to be such of a baby, what is good for the baby? What works for the baby? What are the needs of the baby? Mm -hmm. How would you treat and handle and feed the baby as opposed to the more grown child?
0: I think that's a, a beautiful way that we can approach this and put together our uh, our plans on how we're going to take care of ourselves moving forward and how, can, how we can translate that over to the community where we're not only caring for ourselves as a newborn but the community as a whole in a new state of being and nurture it that way as well. Would you agree with that?
1: I would indeed. Each okay. person must each person must Handle the baby and imagine that you are the one handling the baby's care. Each person must take on the mantle of responsibility mm-hmm. that you are the one in charge of caring for the baby. This goes back to the uh, this goes back to the top of our conversation. What can you change? What can you shift? What can you let go of? What can you do more of? it right. nurtures and births and brings into fruition and raises the baby with the most wholesome, the highest principles and integrity. Honesty, value, virtue, patience, care. What are the values that you wish to instill in the new earth, in the new world? And then become that. If it is not honest, do not say it. If it is not true, don't do it. If it does not serve, perhaps it's something not to do.
0: Beautiful. And with regard to COVID and its uh, many mutations into the variants, um, we are on the other side of the holiday season. There were quite uh, there was quite an increase in the number of cases with the Omicron variant. Uh, I think I I was able to sidestep it. Uh, I'm grateful for that. And how are we moving through the mutations, the the variants? Don't we have a few more to go, at least four or five uh, mutations to go? And will that take less than a year, greater than a year to get through that?
1: You are over halfway through the different mutations before it is subsided. There are a few more to go. You already have a hybrid of your Omicron and Delta. Okay. And there are a few more that are on the horizon. But they will not be as severe. They will only affect um, severely those that are um, with certain inflictions or afflictions. Okay. So it, it will not be as uh, widespread and rampant. There is a great um, factory at work. We're seeing it as you know thousands of scientists. You're working tirelessly to find ways to mitigate and eradicate uh, eradicate all of the variants they are trying to capture them before they occur if you know what i mean i do and so with this it will become more and more important for people to um continue to take care of their health and themselves either boost your immune system, if you are someone that doesn't wish to uh, inject themselves with a virus, and for others that do uh, to ward, guard themselves against it, um, you know, take care to do that. It is not a a, a right or wrong, beloved. It is a personal decision in how you choose to care for yourself. Mm -hmm. It is like flu, if you choose to get influenza, more severe case of influenza, then you will not choose to be inoculated. If you are willing to take those risks and feel prepared to do so, then you will. This is really the bottom line of what the virus is all about. Mm -hmm. It caught you all by surprise and off guard. Totally. But now you're at the point where it is leveling out, flattening out. Mm -hmm. And so what's important is What is the severity of the virus that you are willing to accommodate within your own body system?
0: I see. Now, you had encouraged us to trust our intuition when it comes to uh, getting the vaccine or not getting the vaccine. And I did do that. My intuition said to wait until around September of 2021. I checked in at that time and it said just a little bit a little bit longer. My intuition said just a little bit longer and you should be fine. And I was very grateful to have that sense of trust with that. I really Mm -hmm. went with it. And so when I did get the vaccine, I was fine. And I I experienced minimal to no uh, side effects to it. So can we still encourage people to continue to trust their intuition just because they haven't gotten the vaccine yet doesn't mean they, they might not feel sometime in the future more comfortable with getting it
1: it is a personal choice beloved it is such a personal choice it is not something that we can dictate or say it is right or wrong to do whatever it is one that you much dis- you must discern for your own uh, well-being some people are not getting choosing not to get the vaccine uh, because of different reasons than their health they are taking a stand. And so do we, do we diminish and criticize and uh, demonize those that choose to do that or the other? I think everyone, what is the lesson here, beloved, is how can we disagree and remain respectful? Mm -hmm. How can we choose to disagree with your choices and remain friends?
0: It's an important question because um, there is still information floating around out there, and I had the minor misfortune of someone sending me information that they probably thought I would resonate with, and I most certainly did not. Mother, will we ever see the end of conspiracy theories about this pandemic, the the vaccine that we're losing patents on our DNA to the government, and all of this type no. of thinking, no. I'll be kind about it?
1: No, as long as there are people that are willing to spread these, this information and to uh, give breath to it, to give life to it, it will remain in force. And it is not unlike the wild, wild west, when people receive their information only through word of mouth. This will only come when there is, oh. a, will- when there is a willingness to investigate and research and to say again, What is my truth in this? What does my discernment say? And that comes, beloved, with sovereignty. That comes with your soul's engagement. That comes with you having the ability and knowledge to know what what is it that you trust? Who? In fact, a great question for many of you here. Who do you trust? Who do you trust with your information? Who do you trust Where are you getting your information? That is a question for each of you to answer. Who do you trust? Do you trust a celebrity? Do you trust a politician? Do you trust your neighbor? Do you trust your mother? Mm. If If you receive information, who is it that you trust? And then do you trust God? If God tells you and mother tells you do not get the vaccine, then so be it. But if a politician or a neighbor or a celebrity says, do or do not do this, you are putting your trust in false gods. You're putting your trust in those that really don't know any more than you do. Uh huh. Is this acceptable to you? That is a personal question, beloved. It is not one that anyone can be judged for nor denied for.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it seems to me we need to boost our immune systems against false information as well. I think it's important to be very discerning and to, and to trust your intuition before you trust an external source right. of how any it, kind.
1: How does it feel in your gut, which is exactly. one of your brains? How does it feel in your heart? Mm-hmm. And then how does it feel? Your, your logical mind should be the last reasoning point. <laughs>
0: Okay. Now, when it comes to moving forward in a new way of life, um, there I had a concern. There, there was some concern about the food supply. Um, I would like to personally continue moving forward in getting information about plant proteins. What is going on with the food supply in COVID? If the If the variants are weakening, if the vaccine is starting to level the playing field a bit, are we still looking at the food sources uh, being affected by the pandemic to where we are being steered towards much more nutritional foods to consume?
1: Well, the food crisis is not occurring because of COVID. The food crisis is occurring because of manipulation and then people to continue to perpetrate that manipulation.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So I'm not quite sure your question is adequate in its understanding of what you're questioning, but we would say that organic foods, those that have not been heavily laced with chemicals or um, pesticides are much better for the human body. The truth of the matter is, your body's evolution is not caught up to all of that which is being uh, ingested into it. Mm, okay. So there is an evolutionary process that is uh, the word inhumane in fact comes to light that we must begin to eat that which our bodies can break down and uh, so that it functions at its most you know efficient operation. Mm-hmm. And so with that, the more organic, the more green, the more you can flush your body's system, uh, the higher likelihood that your immune system will remain intact. That is, you know, a balance of protein, a balance of all the offerings, not to eat the processed, packaged, canned foods that have been, you know, permeated and perpetrated upon you to yes. such a degree that that's all some people are eating. Mm-hmm the additives and the um, preservatives, the hormones and the preservatives and the influence of your food to make it more in abundance are actually a detriment to you. And so when you say the food shortage, it's just that attention and time and allocation has not been granted to the cultivation of the proper foods. That is shifting as well, beloved. Another area of focus for those of you in a soul's mission that want to bring forth goodness to the planet is to pursue that as a job form. How can you know more? If this is something your soul points you toward, understanding the food chain process and how we can bring more healthy alternatives to the world so that we can mitigate, eradicate cancers and childhood illness and diabetes and so many of the other ailments that, um, affect the human.
0: Yes, I've had that on my mind lately.
1: And we, again, another test for all of you listeners here, if you were to give yourselves just a challenge and to eat only healthy, fresh, organic foods for, let's say, one month's time or six weeks' time. And then you sat before a dinner table and you said, I'm going to eat a processed meal and I'm going to eat a, a healthy, organic meal, which tastes better to me. Which does my body respond to more effectively?
0: That would give people's taste buds to really adjust. Right. Get, get back to the normal.
1: Right. The amount of additives and sugars and chemical compounds that are being added to your food have diminished your, uh, your desire to have healthy organic foods to replace them. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's... in fact, if you go from the very high salt and high sugar valued foods, you will find it repulsive to eat organic food. Even I was just going to
0: say the sodium is
1: bitter and bad. But if you maintain a commitment and make a decision to challenge yourself, I would just like to know what the results would be. I personally have done this and it is of great benefit to your uh, immune system.
0: Mm-hmm. I've done it as well. this was wonderful mother thank you so much for all the information that you shared with us Mm -hmm. and giving us an idea of um how to move forward uh, peacefully and in gratitude i want to say i feel a lot of gratitude right now because the energy is shifting as it is
1: i hope it's been helpful to those who have listened and tuned in we thank you we feel grateful for you as well beloved thank you for having thank
0: you namaste
1: namaste Where am I? (laughs) Woohoo!
0: Well, uh, we've been talking about this for what, a couple of years now. So it's really great to see progress. And I suspected where we were in that birthing process that we've been talking about for quite some time. And the good news is that the baby is here. Like you were saying at the beginning of the conversation, uh, we're out of the birthing process, the baby's here, and now we can adapt.
1: To caring for
0: a new baby in our lives, that
1: kind of yeah, we are
0: we are the baby, you are the baby,
1: right? Yeah, how do you treat a baby? You treat a baby with such tenderness and gentleness. Beautiful, I love that. Thank you, Shar. I appreciate it. I'm a little disoriented, but I am. We went pretty deep. I tried to really get out of the way, and that's been one of my goals, is soul goals, is to get out of my own way.
0: (laughs) You did wonderfully. All right. uh, Ladies and gentlemen, angelsemerging.com is where you can join the community, become a certified channel, and attend various online events with Connie, Divine Mother, Wendy Gale, and Metatron. Spiritualinsightsradio.com is where you can hear the archives of all of the divine transmissions and book an energetic healing session with me. I would be honored to help you move forward on your journey. As always, Connie, thank you so much for your time, your wisdom, and your insights. All right, everyone. That's our show for today. Until next time, God bless.